the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Greetings and welcome to the Maranatha Bible Church broadcast ministry with Pastor Randy Draper. Mythology would have us believe that there is a fountain of youth. Scripture tells us that we can live long days if we just honor our parents. Listen in today as Pastor Draper continues the series on the Ten Commandments. He will be speaking from the subject, Honor Thy Father and Mother. Now, if children fall or whatever, then you know what? There's a such thing called second-time virgins. You say, what are you talking about now? Hey, I fell, I repented, I take the consequences of what that brings upon me, but you know what? I'm not going to stay there. I'm going to start where I am in the Lord and go forward from there and sin no more in this area. You see what I'm saying? So you say, from this time forward, I'm going to commit to virginity. Are y'all looking at me like I'm crazy? Am I? Say virgin. Say virginity. That's a strange word. I'm talking about in the church is strange. The end thing is that teenagers say, if you haven't had none, you must be gay. Funny. Something wrong. Everybody else is doing. Look at it. It's in every commercial. You can't even sell sodas. Or you can't sell nothing without seeing somebody's real end. They always show you the bottoms and the tightness and below the beltness and the skippiness. Our children, as well as ourselves, we are bombarded with the television and the radios and the the billboards and the language and the schools and teachers that are loose and conversations that are lewd. No wonder children are falling with constant bombardment. We have to pray that they be kept pure. Then should they fall, say they'll get up and from this point on maintain second time virginity for the sake of of the one that God has assigned for you as a spouse. Do we need this church? In other words, we must teach our children to flee from sexual immorality because it's so entangling and, and corrupting at the deepest level of our humanness. Parents must teach children that their bodies belong to the Lord because he paid the price by purchasing us with his own blood. Our bodies does not belong to ourselves. You don't see everything on me. I don't come up here looking weird. I don't come up here looking like a Dennis Rotman. You know, I even watch and pray about the clothes I put on my body. 
I'm even concerned about the message in the t-shirts and clothes I wear on my body because of the message. Some folk will never read the scripture, but they will read your life. And when they read your life, what kind of message are they receiving? Some children are dressing so lewdly, loosely, lustfully until you don't know the believers from the pagans. Some women even have their dresses so short and so tight and splits going up so far and breast and V's in the neck going so down. Listen, y'all, watch. I got to preach. We come to worship. Don't distract these men. No man ought to come to church and get aroused. Oh, y'all. Christians ought to have a sense of decency. There ought to be dignity. You don't even see the difference. Any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things pass away. Behold, all things. I'll become new. New. Yes. New. I know tattoos are in. I don't care who get them. They're still against God. Because your body belongs to the Lord. I was in California many months ago, and I was walking on the shores of, with some pastors. I'd gone to this conference, and we're walking on the shores of the Pacific Ocean, just in the sand. Me and some pastors, we were there. And, and then we walked, and there was a sidewalk with all of these venues and all of these things. And go in there and just see what's going on. I went in there, and I look in every cubicle. Some were getting them on backs and sides and chests and necks and everything. And I was looking, and, and it was... It was... I looked over there at what the man was doing it on somebody's (laughs) and I asked the man that was doing it I said I looked at the patient down there I said does it hurt (laughs) and the man that was doing it the the tattooist who said mister please don't ask does it hurt you ask the wrong question ask how much does it hurt (laughs) why in the world would you Now, you know what? I'm glad I'm saved, so I'm going to say, why in heaven's sake? (laughs) You you know what you could be saying. (laughs) Now, somebody made you do that, you'd be mad. You voluntarily submit yourself to something like that. And then you grow up and mature for Christ and then get shame of what you've done. And you know what? And they, what's amazing, they don't have too much tattoo reversals. That's the sad part about it. Satan don't want reversals. <laughs> you know that they can put them on, but they can't take them off. 
Oh, God. Listen here. Parents must teach children that their bodies belong to the Lord because he paid the price by purging us with his blood. Number 10, pray they will totally, your child your, or children, will totally submit to God and completely run from Satan. Pray that they will totally submit to God and completely run from Satan. James 4, 7 says, therefore submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Pray that they will submit to God, not the devil, not the things of this world, not to the evil deeds of this world system, but submit to God. And they can't resist the devil until they first submit to God. They can't flee until they have God in them and then put themselves under his authority. You know, you can have God in you and then not submit to him. And not have him Lord in your life. Number 11, pray they will be willing to be sold out to Jesus. You want to pray that they be sold out to Jesus. Isn't it heavenly when you have children that are sold out for Jesus? If sold out for Jesus could mean they may end up going to a mission field in Africa. You say, well, I never thought that. But sold out for Jesus don't necessarily mean they have to go away to Africa. So sold out for Jesus means they had a heart for God, a love for God right in the area where they're living. The folk that take note they've been with Jesus. They don't go with the flow. They're not the tail, they're the head. And they're not followers, they're leaders. And they learn how to say no and they know how to walk. It takes more of a man to know how to walk away. Know how to walk away. Uh, more of a woman to know how to walk away. Romans uh, 12, 1 and 2. Romans 12, 1 and 2 says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Pray they will be sold out to Jesus. What does the verse say? It says we must pray that the, the world not squeeze our children into its mold. The world wants to shape your child's thinking, shape your child's attitude, shape your child's life. And if you don't impact your child for God, Satan will impact your child for devilish ends. If our children are going to be sold out for Jesus, we as parents must fight to preserve their character. You have to fight for your child, fight for your child's reputation, and fight for your child's purity. You have to fight for their character, fight for their reputation, and fight for their purity. Amen. Fight. It's spiritual warfare. Satan doesn't play. Listen, Satan doesn't play. He's a dirty devil. He's an evil devil. He's a devilish devil. Anybody know what I'm talking about? And not only that, but you have to fight to, to preserve your own character, your own reputation, and your own purity. Now, let me tell you something. Satan don't want to see you get, thank you, Holy Ghost. Satan don't want to see you get saved. And he's going to do everything he can to keep you from experiencing of the grace of God in your life through Jesus Christ. But let's just say, if by chance you get saved, you know what his next objective is? Is to keep you in a defiled state, so messed up, so unproductive that you can do nothing for the kingdom. You know, look, a lot of folk going to get to heaven and all they did is just made it in. And some not going to just make it in. They think they in. And it's bad to be lost in the house. Greetings and welcome to the Maranatha Bible Church broadcast ministry with Pastor Rander Draper. Have you ever wondered why after doing your very best as a parent, your kids oftentimes choose to go down the wrong path? Don't be discouraged. 
God was the perfect parent and had the same problem with his children, Adam and Eve. Listen in today as Pastor Draper continues the series on the Ten Commandments. He will be speaking from the subject, Honor Thy Father and Mother. Everybody on the membership roll is not saved. It's dangerous to go to hell deceptively. Everybody talking about heaven ain't going there. That is an old spiritual song, but it's true biblical. And it's bad to be lost in the house. Lost in the house. I mean, you come to church, 8 o'clock in the morning, looking good, saying amen, shouting on the choir, rejoicing in testimonies, and then go to hell, that's going to hell the hard way. You don't have to come to church to go to hell. If you want to go to hell, do whatever you want to do and then go straight. You can go straight to hell. Don't go to hell from the church. That's the hard way. You go to church, your, your heart ought to be fixed. Your mind ought to be made up. You ought to know that you know you know you've been born again. You've been bought with the price. You're signed and sealed and you're delivered. You're delivered. You're delivered. Number 12. I got about three more. Let's hold on. Pray they will have a heart to obey the Lord. Pray they will have a heart to obey the Lord. Psalms 119, 1 and 2, and verses 10 and 11. You need to turn there. That's critical scripture. Pray that they will have a heart to obey the Lord. Pray that your child will have a heart. Isn't this good stuff? Pray that your child will have a heart to obey the Lord. Psalms 119, 119 1 and 2, and verses 10 and 11. Look what it says. Blessed are the undefiled. Blessed are the undefiled in the way who walk in the law of the Lord. Blessed are those who keep his testimonies, who seek him with, look, what? The whole heart. The whole heart, not half heart. Verse 10. Look at verse 10. With my whole heart, I have sought you. That's where you want your child. And parents, that's the way you need to be. Amen. I have sought you. Oh, let me not wander from your commandments. Wow. Verse 11. Your word I have hidden in my heart that I might not, what? Sin against God. Sin against God. Your word in my heart. If your child is not walking with the Lord, only, only prayer can turn his or her heart toward God. Do you not know you can't change your child's heart? You can't change your, you can't save your child. Did you understand what I'm saying? You, you need to pray that the Lord will turn his heart or her heart toward, you say, but you don't know my child. But yeah, but you don't know my God. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't care how bad off your child is, God is vastly superior. And he's able to do. Listen, if he can change a Saul to a Paul, who is your child? Good God Almighty. If your child is not walking with the Lord, only prayer, only prayer can turn his heart toward God. Ask the Lord to say, listen, you, here's how you pray. Ask the Lord to set the circumstances in his life so that he runs to Jesus and cry out for mercy. I dare you to do that. They're wayward, honoring, can't tell them nothing, slamming doors, running off, acting a fool, hoodlum, whatever they are. I dare you say, now, Lord, I know this is a hard prayer, but that's my baby. I want you. Lord, you know I'm, I love you. And you know I taught my child. Lord, I did what I could. Lord, I was a single parent. Lord, I tried. I didn't have much, but I did what I could. And my child did whatever he did or she did anyhow. I tell you what you do. I dare you to pray 
that God so set the circumstances of that child's life to the point God would shake his spear, trouble him where he is, bring him down to where he needs to be. It wasn't until that child ended up in the pig pen that he found God. And some of you, your child can't get any better because you're trying to protect them from the pig pit. Sometimes they got to eat slop to come to themselves. Long as they in your house, fine dining, going into your box every time, sleeping on your nice bed, flushing your toilet, they don't see. Sometimes the best thing you have to do is just let them go. Let them go. Put them in the hands of the Lord. Say, now Lord, here he is. Now you know all about him. You made him. You gave him to him. I know he's my child, but he's hurting me, Lord. But I know you're able. You're able to take that child and to shake him and to bring him back to yourself. And God, when they come back to you, they'll come back to me here. My child won't come back. Come, they got to come back to God first. Yeah. They're not, they're not come back to God. Who are you? Amen. Oh, Lord, help me preach. Verse 13, listen. I mean, I'm verse 13, number 13. <laughs> Pray that the Holy Spirit be poured out on them. Pray the Holy Spirit be poured out on them. You say, what? Yeah. Pray the Holy Ghost be poured out on them. Isaiah 44, 3 through 5. Pray the Holy Ghost be poured out on them. Isaiah 44, 3 through 5. <laughs> There's something there. Listen, y'all need to turn to that. That's it's something tucked away in there. Look at that. <laughs> Isaiah 44, 3 and 5. Pray the Holy Ghost be poured out on them. Isaiah 44, the verses 3 through 5, it says, For I will pour water on him who is thirsty and floods on the dry ground. Listen, I will pour my spirit upon your descendants. Did you get that? Underline that. Good God. I will pour my spirit on your what? You may say offspring, depending on what translation you have. Descendants saying the same thing. And my blessings on your offsprings. <laughs> your child is your offspring. They will look, they will spring up among the grass like willows by the watercourses. One will listen, when God gets through with them, one will say, I am the Lord. <laughs> You don't hear what I'm saying. Man, when your child say, huh, I'm God's child. Some of you never thought you'd see today. And don't give, just about when you get up, they're about to say, you know what? I got saved. I'm the Lord's. And that's what it says there. It says, one will say, I am the Lord's. Or another will call himself the name of Jacob. <laughs> Jacob. It won't be Snoop Dogg. <laughs> You don't hear me. Y'all know some of the other names I can't call. What's some of the other names, y'all? Tupac. Yeah, come on, come on, come on. Talk to me. Pete Diddy. <laughs> what else? Lou Bow Wow. Come on, help me somebody. Lou Romeo. <laughs> oh, when you get saved, the Lord will change your name. <laughs> Change your name. 
Snoop Daddy, Snoop Pop, Snoop Pop. <laughs> the Lord knows how to change your name. One will say, I'm the Lord. Another called himself the name of Jacob. <laughs> Another will write with his hands. All of a sudden, they start writing heavenly notes. <laughs> writing heavenly notes. The Lord's. And name himself by the name Israel. You know what you need to pray? Pray that the Holy Ghost will arrest, transform, and cause the lives of your child or your children to flourish. Pray that the Holy Ghost be poured out on them. That there will be a supernatural seizing of your child. To the point that your child will be transformed and all of a sudden they flourish in ways you've never seen. God can make a dead child alive. Last but not the least. Listen. Number 14. Pray they will be recognized as children whom the Lord has blessed. Pray that they will be recognized as children whom the Lord has blessed. Isaiah, you're already in Isaiah. Isaiah 61.9. Just turn a few chapters over. Isaiah 61.9. Pray that they will be recognized as children whom the Lord has blessed. Isaiah 61.9 says, Their descendants shall be known among the Gentiles. And their offspring among the people. Huh? Folk recognize they've been with Jesus. And all who see them will acknowledge them. You know what I'm saying? All who see them will what? Acknowledge them. That, look, that they are the posterity whom the Lord has blessed. In other words, only after our children have been fully dealt with by God will the presence of God and the blessings from the Lord be evident by others. Let me tell you something. It's a wonderful thing when others can see God at work in your child. Huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking to some of these folks that don't have children? Your children grown and you passed that. You sitting up all puffed up. Let me tell you something. It's easy to talk about children when they've messed up and done whatever. And you can name all their faults one by one. But let me tell you something. When God get a hold to them and when they get saved, can you use that same mouth you used to talk about all those negatives and say, you know what? I see God. I see peace in that child. I see gentleness. I see long suffering. I see goodness. Can you turn around? Now that you see the child changed, revived, saved, renewed or whatever, can you verbalize praise and blessings and say, you know what? That child is a child of God. That child, you can spot your child. When they spot your child, they spotting one who's been blessed by God. And you don't want to be able to say that about you. Yo, folks gonna take 15 years to find out you with Jesus. On co-workers day, you know co-workers day is coming up Sunday after next. I got a message for them too. <laughs> Sunday after next, co-workers day. And you know what? All y'all folks have those blue cards out there. Don't skip. Bring your card. But some of y'all, y'all scared to pick them up because you're living so hellish on that job. 
until folk don't even believe you go to church. Folk gonna take note you've been with Jesus. It ought not take 15 years for them to know you in Christ. And it might have been born again, you ought to show some sign. And all God's children said, Father, thank you for this message. Lord, I gave it my best for now. I love you, Jesus. Thank you for your goodness and your benefits. Thank you for the insights. Thank you for giving me through this segment of honor your father and mother. Father, you gave me this to give to your people. Because we all need hope, encouragement. First of all, we as parents have sinned. The things we should have done and didn't do. Things you told us not to do and we've done anyway. And then we pray for our children, oh God. We, we repent of not praying enough for them. Because there's power in prayer. Oh God, may this be a wake-up call. To pray. Because something happens when your children pray. When parents pray. When the saints pray. The church pray. Prayer will move you to do supernatural things. So wonderful, wonderful and wondrous before the eyes of humanity. We love you now in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for tuning into this program from Maranatha Bible Church Broadcast Ministry. This broadcast is supported in part by your generous financial contributions, and we invite you to partner with us in spreading this important word throughout our local community and the world. If the Lord spoke to you in this message, let us know. Call us at 210-821-5683. Even better, come and visit us at 7855 East Loop 1604 North, Converse, Texas, 78109, directly across Across from Randolph Air Force Base. If you'd like to order today's message, visit our website at www.maranathasa.org where you will find an archive of audio and video messages. You can also find service times, directions to the church, upcoming events, and much, much more. Tune in next week as Pastor Draper continues to teach us from the Word of God. Thank you for joining us today, and may the Lord's blessings be upon you. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for donald trump to hire i find out the worst enemy that i'm going to face in my life is right here in america they took my assessment and they wanted me to change it i was like i'm not changing it they had to get rid of flint with in-depth interviews archival footage and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines i just felt like i was drowning flynn deliver the truth whatever the cost available now watch it today go to salemnow.com salemnow.com